Hello. You are about to travel through the sixth dimension. In its fullness exists cinema entertainment that creates many forms, all while maintaining the same purpose, to tell and explore magnificent stories of the burden of existence. This is a dimension of imagination. Your hosts, Adam and Bailey, will do their best to guide you through vast perspectives in cinema that create new dimensions for all to admire. Welcome to AB Cinema. Hello, everyone. It is Wednesday, June 1st, and today Bailey and I are going to talk to everyone about uh, some of the shows that came out last week. Uh, we talked a little bit about Top Gun Maverick and its success on yesterday's episode, and uh, today we figured we'd talk about the first two episodes of Kenobi. Uh, we will talk a little bit about some spoilers, perhaps. We'll um, talk about things that have already happened. Just a little heads up, otherwise we're just going to jump right into it. And uh, we'll say spoilers are out the window. We'll just we'll just fully dissect these, um, what we've been given. And so first off, let's jump on Obi-Wan Kenobi. Let's spend some time in there. Bailey, what are your thoughts on Obi-Wan Kenobi thus far? I liked the show as a show. I felt like my initial reaction was this is just, it's very, it's in the same vein as how The Force Awakens copied A New Hope but just changed some of the dynamics of the main characters and just tweaked some of the main story parts. So it was very resemb- it resembled something like what we knew, but was offering us something newer in a sense. And I feel like that is the same way with this versus The Mandalorian, where it's like, and spoiler, like he said, spoilers are out the window, so you've had your opportunity to leave. But Leia is in the episode, a young Leia, and Obi-Wan Kenobi is asked by, um, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on his name. Bail Organa. Bail Organa, yeah. Bail Organa has asked Obi-Wan Kenobi to come in and save Leia from some kidnappers, but it's all a plot twist that Reva, the Inquisitor, is trying to capture Obi-Wan Kenobi for Darth Vader. And that is the basic plot that we've seen. I mean, I don't know if Leia will be in every single episode of the series. I imagine she won't be. Um, but we'll have to just wait and see. Uh, I, I hope that they abandon the protector vibes for the next couple, like after maybe the third or fourth episode. Because I feel like we're we're leading up to this major confrontation between Darth Vader and Obi-Wan, and if Leia is there, I feel like it's going to be, I, I don't know, it'll be an interesting dynamic with him trying to protect her while trying to fight off Vader and Reva and all the other Inquisitors, so I don't know, what are your thoughts so far? I like, I like the show, I just wish, honestly, uh, I think we hinted at this at the end of yesterday's episode. I just wish we had just I just wish we didn't have to rely like honestly the Leia Organa storyline I'm already I was already bothered by it like immediately as soon as she showed up as soon as you know we had to introduce the Organas and all that it's like I was so bugged by it because I just want to focus on Obi-Wan and you know 
he has so much emotional depth and potential to explore and bootstrapping him with yeah you know the the protector storyline i feel like it's just kind of like hey we're gonna give you the story but we're also gonna bring in like leia organa so we have some tie to the pre you know the original trilogy but yeah that's my thoughts initially um but i mean going along with your notes here you said Ian McGregor gave a believable performance and i 100 percent agree like i said i i love I love Ewan McGregor. I think he's probably, you know, more of an underrated actor. I'm not saying that, you know, he's he deserves all the Oscars. But I think he's very good at what he does, and I love him in this show. What are your thoughts? I agree. I, I've i only seen Ewan McGregor in, like, Star Wars and then Christopher Robin, the movie that came out in 2018. And honestly, like, I think he has a really good range of performances. I haven't seen everything he's done. He's done some Netflix originals, and um, that's not up my my alley. Um, the stuff he's done on there, uh, but he uh, he's very diverse in his performances, and like we barely got, we just got a very small slice of what Obi Wan was going to go through at the end of yeah. Revenge of the Sith between his powerful performance of like you were my brother Anakin I loved you or I love you and uh you were meant to balance the force not destroy or not join it or destroy the force not join it or something I can't remember I I watched it last week but I fell asleep during that part you know big (laughs) surprise there fell asleep during the crux of the prequel trilogy (laughs) yes um twice um (laughs) um I did go back and try to watch it again but I didn't last again um (laughs) <laughs> but like we only got a glimpse of the emotion that he was going to go through and i really loved the moments that we saw with his interactions with owen and um and seeing obi-wan's performance of him trying to say to him like i need to train the boy he's supposed to be a jedi he, the force is strong in him and i can feel it and i know you see it too and um and I, I want to train this kid. I want to prepare him to bring balance to the Force and so that he can have a chance, that the, the galaxy can have a chance. But at the same time, he's given up on being a Jedi. So he's so conflicted. There's this conflicted element to his character, which I think is really interesting to see. And I'm excited to explore it more, but I, sadly, I don't think we will. I think we've left Tatooine, thank goodness. I'm getting sick of Tatooine at this point. <laughs> um, but I, I, I think it's going to be really interesting to see where this story goes, especially with the Inquisitors and that, that last shot of Anakin in the back to tank. It's going to be a good, good couple weeks. Yeah, and I, I like the idea of, like you said, him being conflicted about who he is now, who he needs to be, and you know who he was. Uh, because he's already changed his name. He's going by Ben Kenobi, which, or he's going by Ben, which, you know, what a, <laughs> what an undercover name. <laughs> <laughs> if you think about it. Uh, with Reva hellbent on trying to locate him and, you know, there's a Ben Kenobi somewhere chopping meat. Um, but yeah, I like the, inter- like, again, I like the internal conflict they set up in him and i really want to see how you know ian mcgregor pulls this off and his performance and so i just hope we get more of that um 
I I really hope that him I you know I really hope that his like transition hasn't already happened and it sh- was like you know super quick if that makes sense yeah because uh, like even you know drawing on the worst Star Wars series the the book of Boba Fett <clears throat> I'm sure his transition to being more of a peaceful leader and all that that really happened with the Tuscan Raiders. But it was supposed. I think it was supposed to be a more emotional, profound um, change than we, as an audience member, I feel, got from that storyline. If that makes sense. And so I'm kind of hoping that we go through it with Obi Wan McGregor in a way we didn't go through it with uh, Tamara Morrison as Boba Fett. I agree. I honestly, I I'm so excited. Like they've teased over and over. Like, okay. I'm I'm getting onto a different subject in my head, but they've <laughs> teased the this this confrontation between Darth Vader and and Obi Wan, and I feel I hope that they deliver on it because I feel like the anticipation is so high on this show because of the excitement of having Ewan McGregor back and Hayden Christensen, and then all of these other characters like um, whoever plays Bail Organa, and then. It was kind of a cool cameo with Tamira Morrison showing up in the second episode mm. as one of the clones. And it shows, like, how broken the galaxy is. Like, the Empire just left the clones to to just die. And so it's it's providing us with different aspects of, like, this is how the Empire is feeling. But then you see the other aspect of it, like, with the party at the Organas, um, where we see Leia's uncle talking to him and saying that the empire is finally starting to line our pockets Mm -hmm. and so like the rich are getting richer and the poor are getting poorer and it's kind of an interesting concept that they're bringing into it because the prequels were very political and even the clone wars got very political at times as well and we're seeing the effects of the politics come in just the effects not we're not diving deep into it because i feel like people don't really want that right now I think they just want a good action show with lightsabers, and we're getting it. So I, I'm very excited to see Obi-Wan fight the Inquisitors, and especially Reva. She's brutal in her performance, Moses Ingram. Yeah, how do you, how do you feel about Moses Ingram here as Reva? Reva, I believe she's the second sister, correct, or the third? Third. She's the okay. third sister. And I, I like her performance. I think the reason we got that Order 66 flashback is because I, I believe she's one of the students I that agree. we see in that. And I, I think that we may get a, a bigger flashback of like, um, like Obi-Wan was supposed to save us, or she sees Anakin and um, killing younglings. And um, I, I don't know, it'll be really interesting to see how she goes about it because she joined Darth Vader, she knows that Anakin is Darth Vader too, which not many people know. And so I'm curious to see how they're going to tie her story in because she knows quite a bit for for where she is and the time period she's in. Because even Obi-Wan didn't think that he lived. Yeah. Which, I'll be honest, was sort of a surprise to me. I didn't know that. That he didn't know that? Yeah. I don't know if you were familiar with that or not, but... I think to me it was kind of shocking that he wasn't aware that he had survived. Well, I mean, he was burnt to a crisp 
on uh, <laughs> on Mustafar. So I I I would just assume that like it makes sense that he wouldn't know, and mm. so I I think this is an interesting development for him and a hard development for him. Yeah, and that that'll probably be another um, issue that he'll have to deal with the idea that he thought it was over. He thought you know, and now. It's like his past really will come back to haunt him in a way that is much more surreal, much more real for him. Yeah, I agree. And um, I'm not going to lie. I can't really say a whole lot about Riva. Uh, her her rooftop chase scene kind of uh, put me out in a bad way. I was not a fan. She was using the force. <laughs> That's the thing. Like It looks wonky because like we're not used to seeing people jump that far and do all these weird stunts but like it just it's, didn't feel like weighted you know like what like, do you mean like because <clears throat> i mean i could i could dig the force i could dig force jumping you know force backflipping, whatever it just looked really cheesy like she just kind of floated. It was almost like feather-like. There was then it seemed like there was a whole lot of impact. That's my only thing. Like, I I don't know. Like, I I watched an episode of the Clone Wars the other day, and there was a part where there's this like three-story building. Anakin, Ahsoka, and Obi Wan are chasing after this bounty hunter, and there's this pedestal like halfway up the building. Anakin and Obi-Wan jump on opposite buildings and they land on the same pedestal and then they jump up again and get on the roof. And I was just thinking about it like it, this fight scene felt very in vain with like the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Just how they moved. It was very like not organic. And Yeah, cuz cuz my my point of reference is different. Like, have you ever seen the Clone Wars animated one by um, Jendi Tartakovsky? Yeah. yeah. Like, the only one... It's a good show, but it's... It doesn't live up. Uh, um, maybe. But I I I don't know. As a kid, it was awesome. Like, I I could rewatch the Mace Windu episode any day of the week. Because that episode, still to this day, is freaking sick. And the way he moves in that, and the like, I'm not. It's not that I don't like believe that you can move that way with the force. I just, it just seemed kind of corny. Like, even like the perfect example is her jump, backflip, and then land front roll. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that was like that was just weird choreography. Yeah, I but, can see um, that. I agree. That's that's like that's like the only thing, and uh, she does seem kind of she does give kind of an intense performance. And she, you know, spoiler, apparently has killed the Grand Inquisitor, who also appears in Rebels. So he's going to get a back to tank treatment. Uh. <laughs> the back to tank is the uh, is the end all be all for saving characters who you think actually died. Yeah, I'm sure he it, like I, there's no other explanation besides that. Like he's going to live and we know he lives. Um. So yeah, I'm excited to see if he appears back in later episodes because I really liked his character in Rebels and I was hoping we were going to see more of him. But I mean, it makes sense that Reva would want to get rid of him at least temporarily so that she can actually have her reward. What do you think about the other Inquisitors? Um, 
they're fine. They they weren't like I I I can't remember. Uh, is his name? No, it's not Paul. He he's the the X fighter pilot in Mandalorian. Um, he's from Fast and Furious. Sin Kang, the actor. That's about yeah. it. That's all I know. Um, I, I don't liked know what him. his name is. Yeah, I, he's one of the brothers. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I, I liked his performance and his interactions with Riva. Um, he it was a very good performance, and uh, like it shows the dynamic between the Inquisitors and what they believe. Like most of the Jedi are gone or in hiding at this point. Like we only know of like. Out of all the Jedi that are alive at this point, we know that Luke and Leia, of course, and Obi-Wan, um, and then we go to the Rebels, we see Kanan, uh, and our Caleb Dune, uh, and then we also have Cal Kestis. So, like, those are the five Jedi that we've seen. I, I be- There's probably more that I'm not aware of, or that I can't remember, um, but... Like, they believe that they've killed most of the Jedi at this point. And so I'm, I'm very curious to see what they're going to do with their characters as they see Obi-Wan and maybe other Jedis show up mm-hmm. as well. Like, maybe we get a, a cameo from Cameron Monaghan as Cal Kestis in this show, which I don't yeah. think this show needs it. If anything, I'd prefer him to show up in Andor. I feel like that storyline would fit his a little bit better than this one. Yeah. And I think kind of going back to it, like, and we kind of, you kind of touched on this last time we talked about Marvel and Star Wars. It's like they have this need, almost a necessity to tie into whatever else they have going on. And I really just kind of hope this is just a very isolated story about Obi-Wan and Anakin and, <coughs> you know, Reva apparently, uh, without having to have those ties in and see what goes back. Um, but yeah, what about, <clears throat> what else, what else about these first two episodes that stuck out to you, Bailey? Anything you like, anything you dislike? I wasn't a huge fan of Camille Nanjiani's mm-hmm. uh, character. Like, I thought it was just like a, like, here's a famous actor that's funny. Same with Flea, uh-huh. um, from, uh, from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, that was Red so weird Peppers. to see him. That was weird. And I, I'm not like. Like, it didn't really bother me because I didn't know him. Like, I'm not familiar with him as a person. Um, I'm familiar with the band and their music, but not him as a person. And so it didn't, like, take me out. Like, um, like, why are we watching Flea and Star Wars right now? Uh, but I, I thought that the performance was, was good. And uh, Kumail Nanjiani, like, he's, he's just the same character in everything he's in. And so I... <laughs> It wasn't really any different from seeing him from The Eternals or any of his comedy shows or anything. So, yeah. It was just the sci-fi element to Camille Nanjiani. But he was still a con man. And it was it, it was funny, but it was like, why? Why do we need this? Yeah. I'm just kind of looking forward. Do you think we'll get more of him? Do you think the tr- they've he's a trapped Obi-Wan Kenobi? Do you think that's where he's sending him or... What are your thoughts on that? That's a great question, and I really don't know. Like, honestly, I, w- I didn't even think about going forward, like, what's going to happen. Because, like, obviously we know there's going to be a confrontation between Darth Vader and Obi-Wan and Reva and Obi-Wan. But I, I really don't know. I, the thing that stands out more to me 
was the interaction between Obi-Wan and Leia in that last, the last couple of moments where he's like, you remind me of somebody that I used to know. And then he calls Padme a leader and like, yeah. or was she a Jedi? And he's like, no, she was a leader. And it shows like how against he is with the Jedi becoming leaders and um, generals in the, in the Clone Wars. And it really added to, like, that line was really powerful for those that have seen the Clone Wars and the prequel movies. Like, if you understand it, you understand it. And it's, that line was just really poetic for what he was to where he is now. But I, I don't know if he's going to be trapped. Like, obviously, there's going to be several traps that he's going to be caught in and confrontations that he's going to have. But I, I honestly just want to see some lightsaber fighting. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure we'll get it. So, I mean, the big battles that they're teeing up are him and Reva and Darth Vader and him. So, you know, maybe Mustafar round two, you know. But uh, if you had to, if, if you had to rate these episodes or your your opinion on the series so far how's it looking i think the first episode i would give an a minus and the second episode i'd probably give it actually no i'd give the first episode an a the second episode an a minus i don't know what are your thoughts i'd probably just give them both a b yeah. like i like i like i like the ideas i like the potential I'm just as and as is with the case with the Stranger Things, I just think there are some storylines that I wish they could just cut out entirely. Yeah, I may be on a Star Wars high because I had a massive smile on my face when I was watching it the whole time on Thursday night, and I had just come from Top Gun Maverick, so I was on that high too. <laughs> and like ten minutes after I got home, I turned on Star Wars, and I was like, "Okay, let's go." Yeah. And so I I need to rewatch it and see if my ideas change and i'll probably do that before i see uh wednesday's episode or today's episode yeah um but those are our reactions to what we have so far obi-wan kenobi keeps coming out on wednesdays i believe right yeah and we'll have a review out tomorrow so we'll watch obi-wan kenobi we'll let you know what we think um let us know what you guys think about obi-wan kenobi what you're excited about what you you know, are looking forward to what you wish they changed. Let us know what you guys are thinking. You can reach us on on social media. <clears throat> we have Instagram, Twitter, Letterboxd, Facebook. You can find us at abcinema.pod, abcinema podcast, or abcinema. Our Gmail is abcinema.pod at gmail.com. Reach out to us. Let us know what you think. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe. Leave a rating for us and recommend us to your friends. We hope everyone has a great day. We hope everyone's watching all of these. And as always, keep watching movies.